0: Hello, everyone. Joshua Gilliland here, one of the founding attorneys on The Legal Geeks, and I am thrilled to have the return of Doctor Who. Here are some of my immediate thoughts after watching the pilot. College is expensive, and the doctor offering to get Bill into college, apparently cover her costs, and be her private tutor, and the only thing she would have to do is get good grades, that's one heck of a deal. And... That would have lots of paperwork. So there's the issue whether or not that oral promise is enforceable. And if Bill is starting to substantially perform uh, and the doctor has gone out of his way to perform as well, such as getting her into said university, that's a huge oral promise right there that would result in lots and lots of paperwork. Also, love that office. Great seeing photos of both Susan and Riversong on the doctor's desk. The Doctor's granddaughter doesn't get enough recognition, and one wonders just what happened to her. Did she get left in that alternate timeline? Did she die in the Time War? We'd love to find her and love to see what she's up to. Also, the collection of sonic screwdrivers. Pretty cool. But let's talk about Bill taking a ride in the TARDIS. Yes, they were escaping Water Heather, who had been taken over by a alien ship that seemed to be fuel, that looked a lot like water that could travel in time and space. And there's all kinds of issues with that. But does that make the TARDIS a common carrier? Now at common law, common carriers is like a ship or a train or an airplane. And the vessel operator would have to ensure the safety of those traveling aboard. Well, Going into Australia without going through customs, you know, that's a little complicated and maybe being part of the British Empire at one point in time, it would be easier to do. I don't know. I haven't tried that with a British friend ever, but something to think about there. And the other half of it is going on a wild goose chase through time and space from 23 million years in the future to what apparently looked like a deserted planet to a Dalek ship, perhaps even Scaro, and running into the uh, Movlans. I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that right. I haven't watched one of those episodes in decades. But it's great seeing that android race from the 70s in action, even if just for a brief period of time. Still pretty cool. But when you think about the duties of a common carrier, okay, that you're getting chased by an artificial water intelligence that apparently killed a college co-ed that can now travel through time to go through a war zone with one of the most dangerous races ever that's hell-bent on exterminating everyone with enemies that they had that were androids that were hell-bent on destroying the Daleks. You can't help but wonder, is that a good idea? Well, If you're being followed by an A.I. in the shape of a college co-ed, maybe it is, but it's still a rather high-risk operation to go face Daleks, even if you do send your other companion out to try to neutralize said Daleks. Really legally complicated on whether or not the doctor's actions were reasonable. If that's something the reasonably prudent Time Lord would do, and probably it was their only course of action uh, until they figured out how to talk, water, Heather down, and set her free from her promise to Bill. That being said, lots of fun, and it's always nice to see the doctor think his way out of a situation, as opposed to, we'll just blow them up. Which brings me to the premiere of class. I enjoyed the adventures at Coal Hill Academy. From the dark spot on the floor that was moving to seeing that it's another shadow creature. Very different than the shadow villain that we saw in the library. Nevertheless, uh, I started wondering, is this like the smoke monster on Lost? And the answer was thankfully not. So we have a really, really Stuck-up, mean-spirited bodyguard who is a teacher who does not make high school in England look fun. Uh, especially bad when a teacher tricks a student into killing himself. Schools owe students a duty of care. Getting a student killed would violate that duty and subject the school and the teacher to... Uh, a substantial law student a uh, law lawsuit, and that teacher should be prosecuted, as so the doctor kind of giving her a Mulligan to continue her sentence in a different way, a little on the weird side. that being said, we saw what was probably the smallest prom uh depicted on t v in a long time, and when you have students dying. ...at a school event, expect there to be lots and lots of paperwork. That poor girl got impaled and killed... ...and there isn't any real fallout from it. Where's law enforcement? Where are the grief counselors? Who's going to go tell her parents... ...sorry your daughter was killed by an alien... ...shadow monster from a different planet? Uh, where was the adequate adult supervision? Did that prom just have two chaperones and thus one attending to a student who got dumped by her boyfriend and apparently the principal keeping an eye on a student who uh, looked like had been drinking and was throwing up neither is good because when you have students start losing legs bleeding out, other problems of that magnitude, the school's going to look like it's going to get in trouble. Now, before anyone says, like, hey, how could the school prepare for an alien invasion? And the counter to that is, if there were only two teachers there who were chaperoning, uh, that would have been inadequate protection from any type of attack, any type of incident. So you think they would have had more security at the school more so than you would have with just two teachers serving as chaperones. You think more would have been there. Well, actually a total of three when you encounter Miss Quill. I think it has potential. I look forward to seeing where it goes. We're not going to see Peter Capaldi every week, but that was a nice treat to see him in action and also a culture that apparently does have its own afterlife in a box. Let's stay tuned and see what we see on future episodes of Doctor Who and Class. Thank you all for tuning in, and stay geeky, America. Stay geeky.